Open Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Now introducing your host to the Triple Crown Dynasty Podcast Terry Frank and Kamish Hey, sexy ladies. Welcome to episode eight of the Triple Crown Dynasty podcast. It's Brett, Kamish Biff, a.k.a. runner-up in fantasy football. Hi, Terry. Hey, Brett. That must suck to be runner-up. Well, I made the playoffs, so I got that going. That's true. Your team wasn't half broke, though, so. What are you drinking tonight, Terry? Uh, my classic Moscow Mule. Is that like the third time? That's your answer. It is. It's just my go-to. It's just what I do. I enjoy a good old, nice gingery flavored Moscow Mule. Do you think there's something about hitting your mid thirties that just puts you into a perpetual state of boringness? Yeah, that's why people <laughs> when they hit about forty-five, fifty, they go through a midlife crisis. So. Oh, it's- Thankfully, I haven't hit that yet. Only well, some would say thirty-four. So some would say starting a podcast for six listeners might be a midlife crisis. Oh no! I think you know, go big or go home. You know, I think, Let's uh, ask your wife. No, I think she'd agree that I haven't hit it yet. I think she's, you know, she'll prepare for much worse for a midlife crisis. So. <laughs> like a random Camaro standing outside. Firm. Or doing a startup, you know, to, you know, with no money when I'm right. 50 and then losing everything. That, that'd that be a typical midlife crisis right there. I have a very important question for you that I'm curious about. I haven't talked to you about this. We've now played in 17 weeks of fantasy soccer, fantasy EPL. How many soccer games have you watched this year, Terry? So... I've actually started randomly putting soccer on because I learned about uh, the uh, the old school NFL Reddit. Um, they obviously got kicked off of Reddit um, and they have a website where you can actually not just watch NFL, but they have EPL, they have soccer in general, they have baseball. So I've started just going on and throwing random streams of uh, matches that, I have Terry. no clue what's going on. Terry, you're going to get kicked off Apple. <laughs> I know. You know, it's uh, it's fine. Uh, everybody knows about uh, NFL streams. Now Andres won't listen because he only listens to anything on Apple. Oh. We're going to get kicked off and we're going to lose a listener. We're down to five. <laughs> you know, then he'll just have to go to a new platform and that'll be okay. <laughs> what do you want to talk about tonight? Well, I think tonight's going to be a discussion about um, just our fantasy football league that we uh, have that we haven't talked about in a long time since it's been about, what, two and a half months? No. Has it been that long? Yeah, I think so. Somebody's always busy. Well, 
that and somebody else like works you know nights when it's uh most opportune to uh actually record so yeah not all of us can have weekend nights off that would be nice hey you know the seven to four monday through friday dream that's a it's not something brett has so we have to work around his schedule (laughs) so i think uh we're gonna talk about we're gonna do like a recap of our fantasy football season we talk about football a lot but i think that's everybody's favorite sport fantasy sport well, I think there's some people that would argue baseball is probably. I I think Lincoln prefers baseball over uh, football. I feel like was that a shot at Lincoln? I mean, he made the playoffs and you didn't. <sighs> he did. He did make the playoffs and I didn't. I also will get to it, but I did kind of have a uh, team that was supposed to boom that kind of just died with injuries. So. I hope you guys are ready for the excuse train. <laughs> It'll be happening all night. All right, so we're just going to go uh, reverse order of the standings, kind of talk about everybody's season, how they did. Skip ahead to only you if you're like Terry and only care about your own team. So um, about the middle is where you're going to hear about me. Um, so if you want to just like go about an hour from now, just <laughs> go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope not. It all depends on how much Brett wants to talk. Should we just assign a suck or like you suck or you're good to each team that like goes through? <laughs> like, <laughs> would that would that go would that go well with the league? Do you think, Brett? All right. Well, let's start with your uh, good friend Ken. Finished in twelfth place. Had a two and eleven record. Ken averaged 104 points per game for his team. Uh, suck. I Good mean, uh, <laughs> let's just say that he had some issues with injuries. Like somebody else I know. He also had some issue with age. <laughs> we talked about that before. Ken took a lot he, of older players. and He did. Injuries kind of go with that. Also, we'll talk about some trades he made that I don't know what he's doing. But his only <laughs> – was Ken has a uh, the highest percentage, 28% chance of landing the 101 in rookie drafts. The percentage would be a little bit less in the Debbie draft. His only wins came over Dante and Chris – and he lost the last seven games of the season. So you are saying he's he's last, but he's better than Dante and Chris. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, his only two wins came over other teams that are not in the playoffs, and uh, Dante will be in his division next year. We'll get to him next. Rivalry. <laughs> well, wait, does that mean he's 11th place? That's called a foreshadow. Hmm. That was nice. <laughs> Those podcast classes are paying off. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you look at, you know, so you, you mentioned it here. So, but you look at what Ken has. I mean, Michael Thomas was a top 10 wide receiver last year, right? Julio Jones, typically, 
obviously it didn't happen this year, but typically is always hurt, but probably one of the more reliable wide receivers. Was. Typically. 31 years old. That is true, which is getting close to your aging out of the NFL time as a wide receiver. The other weird thing I just realized is Julio Jones and Michael Thomas both uh, got injured this year. And they're both kind of similar receivers of like a really big body, tall receiver and they don't age well. So that's going to be interesting. If Julio is done, which is possible. uh, I don't know if, if Michael Thomas can carry his team. No, especially if breeze is gone, which is looking more and more likely that, uh, Breeze might not be back next year, and I don't know if Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston or Cam Newton, whoever they bring in, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to supply him the same targets that Breeze did. Well, and we saw how the Cam Newton experience is forking out for the Patriots. Well, the Patriots season's over, so that'd be past him. Oh, wait, is that why? did not work out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah, like we saw how the Cam Newton experience worked out. It didn't. Um, so, so you're looking. Else. He's got a his starting quarter his starting quarterback Tom Brady, 44 years old next year. Assuming he's back at 44 years old, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And Eventually, something gives, though. I mean. Terry, he does not have another quarterback on his roster. I mean, the only other quarterback is Colt McCoy, backup for the Giants. And that's it. Two quarterback yeah, leagues. That's how you have that's how you score 104 points a game. Yep. And obviously, I mean, compared to other leagues, we all we do dwarf quarterback scoring a little bit in our league compared to what a standard league would be. So it, it probably doesn't hurt as much, but still when you only have one quarterback on your roster in a two quarterback league, I mean, you- looking at the champion, I would disagree, but we'll get into that. Uh, also, he made a trade, one trade with Andres where he gave up Clyde Edwards, Hilaire and got back in return, Travis Fulgham and Benny Snell. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Panic move? Wouldn't have done it. <laughs> well, I think at that point he was out. Like I don't think he had a chance of making it at that point. But th- um, that would that would only make me want to keep Clyde more, knowing that I don't I'm not playing for this year. I'd rather have that young talent. I understand Clyde did not live up to expectations. He's not he might not be the player that we hoped or thought he could be. He's still worth more than Fulgham and, and Benny Snell. And there is this player called Le'Veon Bell that's could have yeah, maybe caused some issues. I know I know when he made the trade, Fulgham was in the middle of his hot streak. So that's when uh, all the Eagles receivers were hurt. Rager was out. Alshon wasn't back yet. Deshaun Jackson was still out. So Fulgham was really hitting the stride. Uh, I think he made the trade in the middle of that. But I don't know, Terry. I mean, even 
I mean, you're just hoping that Travis Fulgham is, is that guy. And based off how he performed when everybody came back, he's not only a rookie. True. But a rookie for the Eagles. Before the bye week, Fulgham had a five-game stretch of uh, 13, 26, 16, 10, and 17 fantasy points. So five straight double-digit fantasy point games as an undrafted rookie. And then I think he made the trade there, and everybody came back from injury after the bye. And after that, he didn't have a game with more than four points. He ended the season with ranked 64 Moa receivers. Wide receiver 64. Terry, this is a not a roster that I love. Are there is there anything that you can find on here that you like? I mean, you hope that Michael Thomas rebounds. He's he's a good wide receiver. You kind of hope that depending – well, yeah. I mean, and you hope that he rebounds and kind of comes back into what he was. But with that Drew Brees mystery, is he continuing? How long is he continuing? You know, having a new quarterback, it could be good. It could be bad. You don't know. Um, like, I don't, I don't like Todd Gurley. I don't like – with his injury – that he has i'm not a big fan tom brady i mean he didn't do bad well it's I mean, not good when your only quarterback is 44 years old yeah i mean i'm not he, saying he, brady's he, done. he looks great this year qb8 but, yeah i mean but he definitely needs another quarterback and looking at let's see what does does he have anything in the pipeline he has justin fields coming oh sorry wait no, he doesn't. That's the wrong team. Let's see. What, what's Ken has, his... Ken ha, uh, does not have a quarterback on his roster. He has a running back, Stephen Carr, Kenneth Gainwell, and wide receivers, Jaden Hazelwood and Marcus Rosemary Jackson. No quarterbacks on the pipeline. On his Debbie, he has the number one pick. Uh, there are... There will be a quarterback uh, available with that pick. I won't say who because I don't want to mess with the draft at all. But there will be quarterbacks available that aren't on Debbie rosters uh, with that pick. So you're assuming he's going to go with a quarterback with that 101. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Or maybe make some trades. I mean, what if Julio Jones has another good year in him and it gets to the point where maybe next year he's not in it again? But maybe he can get a trade out that lets him upgrade at QB and have another usable quarterback. Um, we do have a yeah, bright just... spot. I, I, I do see a bright spot on his team. Uh, rookie wide receiver Michael Pittman for the Colts. Drafted in the second round of second round of the NFL draft by the Colts. Average 10 points a game over his last five weeks. Ninth round pick for Ken. Um, really looks good. Big explosive receiver. Just worry about the Colts quarterback situation. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, other than that, though, yeah, I think uh, I think he's going to need to do some uh, some wheeling deal in there to try to uh, make some upgrades. Uh, potentially, you never know. You ever you always have that you know one to two guys in a in that rookie draft that just um, excel above expectations. I mean, there's possibility with the, that number one pick there that he could he could hit that. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about uh, Kenny G's team there. Um, all right, well, moving on to a let's talk about the, place. The, the next crappy team, uh, Dante. Is that wow? <laughs> uh, Dante finished in eleventh place in the regular season. Finished with or not finished? He had a six-game losing streak from week six to eleven. Went five and eight, which uh, really. This league was a lot more balanced than I expected, or a lot more balanced than I see in most dynasties. Ken was two and eleven, but second place or eleventh place, the second worst team was five and eight. Um, pretty big group there in the middle. Average one hundred and twenty-four points per game. Yeah, um, you know uh, he's got a uh, so Miles Sanders. Um, who I don't I check. I mean, I, I think he did much better the previous year, if I'm correct. Um, well, he, he ended uh, 2019 very hot. He was an early draft pick. Um, Dante took him. Where's Sanders? Was it a third-round pick? Yeah, middle of the third round, 306 in the startup. Uh, yeah, you're leaning on a guy like that, and – he got hurt and then wasn't that great after. You yeah, couple I mean, that uh, with well, you couple that with Ezekiel Elliott as his first round pick. After he lost Dak, it was over. And you can see that when Dak got hurt, Dante lost his next six games. Yep. Well, I mean, because Dak was was on track to be top three. Yeah, and well, I mean, he was he was and that, and that kept Zeke, that kept Zeke relevant, and well, not more than relevant. I mean, top five running back, and after Dak was out, their offense really, really fell apart until Dalton got healthy and back. It was okay, not really. Yeah. So when you're starting running back, when you when you build your team around running backs like Sanders and Zeke, and then everything goes wrong for them. I mean, the Eagles and Cowboys were both just disasters this year. There's some bad luck in that. Yeah, but I mean, he also had, um, which I don't, I, th- I think he was kind of waiting um, to see when he'd play, but uh, Tua there, I mean, he, we didn't know how early he was going to start playing. And obviously, I mean, he didn't start playing until halfway into the season. He played a game, had a bye, and then slowly started ramping up, having some pretty solid games like a highs of like 29 points and lows of, you know, his first game was a hundred yards. I think he came in like that. He didn't get to both play a full game, but his first full game was like six points. I mean, so, and you're going to, I mean, not every rookie wide receiver can come in and just start scoring like 20 point games, throwing 300 yards. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Only one rookie quarterback can actually do that. Um, Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, you got to tell us who he is, Brett? 
Well, this year, only one. It was Justin Herbert, and the next year will be only one of Trevor Lawrence. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, just, I just, yeah. just wanted to give you a chance to just uh, to get that out there. <laughs> Starting quarterbacks for Dante, uh, Kirk Cousins, and Tua. That's all he had, really. And then he made a trade with Kaya. He gave up Mark Ingram for Ryan Fitzpatrick because that's uh, when that trade early when Tua wasn't starting. So Would that, you? I mean, he needed a second quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't think that was a bad move. I don't think Ingram is. Well, Ingram fell apart. <laughs> Like he, he's not. So I mean, yeah, that's a good trade, I guess. It, I guess best case scenario for Dante is Tua gets traded to Houston <laughs> after Watson gets traded to Miami, and then that- and then Fitzpatrick signs with New England, and he's got three starting quarterbacks next year. That would be amazing. <laughs> Fingers crossed, Dante. I mean, I think his best pick, though. Is your bright spot that you put his best um, pick? His best pick. The best pick. Uh, other than Justin Herbert, yes. In a dynasty league. Um, that was a fist. But uh, I know you yeah, can't see uh, it. But Terry, you saw he it. did. He he uh, leaned back, gave a fist bump. I was really hoping his chair was gonna like flip backwards, but it didn't work out. Um, Almost did. <laughs> But yes, um, yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson is, um, I mean, other than Herbert, is the number one rookie. In- well, I would, I would argue he is, except our league might prefer quarterbacks. But Jefferson's definitely True. rookie of the year, right? Um, Dante took him in the sixth round, and he averaged 15 points a game. That's amazing from a rookie. It is. It's also, is it his? Let's see here. Oh, no, it's not. Um, I was going to say is, is what is his second highest average player? I guess number one, other than what? I think it was um, his number one. Other than quarterbacks, it's his best player. Other than quarterback was his number one. Highest averaging player. And that's including Zeke. I mean, he averaged a point and a half more than Zeke as a rookie. Well, and, you know, so it, that can go two ways, though. I mean, you, like, I, I have, you know, as you know, I have Justin Jefferson in the other league. I mean, you, you, you do have that sophomore slump, or he could continue just exploding the way he is. I mean, he came in, he replaced Diggs. That's what he was drafted for. He excelled. Um, but the question is, is how is he going to do next year? You, that, that sophomore slump is a real thing. I mean, it. you see a lot of players come in, do amazing. The next year, it's lackluster. He might get like, he might average like, eh, maybe like nine, eight points per game. And you're like, you know, you're, you're counting on him to be that, wide receiver one because that's what you saw in his rookie year and it just doesn't always happen like that so Dante averaged 124 points per game but once we once he Jefferson kind of broke out and, he, and two as a starter 
his team kind of hit its stride. Dante won the consolation bracket as the 11 seed. He beat Ken in the first round. He scored 159. In the second round, he beat Terry with 131 points. And then he won the consolation bracket uh, against, was this Kaya? Oh, Chris. Chris. He beat Chris in the Constellation Championship, scoring 137. So 159, 131, 137 his last three weeks. And looking at his roster, it's not bad, dude. I mean, Zeke Sanders, Allen Robinson, Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin. If his quarterbacks play semi-consistently, he's in the playoffs. He's the guy I'm looking at next year to make the playoffs. And and win probably will win the dust division, in my opinion. Well, and two, you know, another one of his problems was that, you know, Godwin wasn't what people thought he would have been. I mean, he, he was a wide receiver one last year, and this year he's 33, th- 38th positional rank. He was a wide yeah. receiver three this year. That's really – 38? That's, that's outside wide receiver three. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Okay, so yeah, it's it's right outside. Oh, right there, right there. Sorry. It's right there. It's just barely. That's a, that's a flex too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he he was top. He was uh he was a top twelve last year. So I mean, to go from that, I mean, if if things would have jived the way they needed to, I mean, Allen Robinson, hey, Justin hold Jefferson, pause, pause the podcast. Pause. Not you, Terry. Don't actually pause it. <laughs> Don't freak out. It's getting paused right now, folks. Don't pause it. Don't pause it. Uh, Terry, I just want to bring this up. Terry was born in the mid '80s. He just used the word "jive." <laughs> I just, I gotta say, you just, just wanted everybody to know that I'm yeah, old. You said "jive." Uh, yes, I am old. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I, I said I "jive." Old, but you said "jive." That makes you I did. a lot older than you are. Um, All right. Yes, I did uh, say Jeff. Well, uh, we'll keep going though. But yes, uh, yeah, Godwin. <laughs> I think that was a uh, that that probably hurt. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't remember where he was drafted. Do you have that up there somewhere, Brett? I, I do. I have to find it though. Godwin was his second round pick, two oh seven, two oh seven, and uh, have that wide receiver be, you know, Frank well, thirty eight outside wide receiver I'm not, three. I'm not hating on his team. I mean, when you're he took Zeke. Chris Godwin, Miles Sanders, Tua as his first four picks. And and Tua was late. Like, the fourth round was late to take a quarterback, how we drafted. If you remember, I mean, quarterbacks were, like, popping off. They were. I, I don't – the funny thing is I don't hate any of those picks. I agree with all of them talent-wise, situation-wise. It just didn't pan out for any of them. It didn't. You know, and that's – it happens like that sometimes. It, it sucks, but I, I think his team will do much better next year than it dis, did this year. Well, I mean, well, obviously we'll have to wait and see, but I mean, Tua, Zeke, I mean, he's gonna, he's, you know, hopefully Godwin comes back into, I mean, he had a sophomore slump. I mean, hopefully he comes back into, I mean, he's a good wide receiver. I mean, well, who gets great wide receiver. But what if Godwin reverses? He does well, and then Justin Jefferson has a slump, and then right, yeah. So like based off your sophomore slump philosophy, 
he would get Godwin back and then lose Jefferson. So um, he's in the dust division with Ken. And the third person filling up that division is our baseball champion, Matt Frawley. Matt went six and seven, finished with 120, 120 points per game. Terry and Matt had uh, some of the worst luck in the league. Lost Saquon Barkley in week two. That sucks. That really <laughs> sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, you Barkley go. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's see here. I mean, thankfully, so, I mean, he had Carson Wentz, right? And then, I mean, who would want to draft an Eagles quarterback? But that's besides the point. But we'll just keep going. Um, okay, but, I got I mean, me. Why? <laughs> thankfully. Why are you? Okay. <laughs> thankfully, he also had um, Jalen Hurts. Um, so, they doubled down on the, the Eagles there. But uh, I think Brett's still recovering from my Eagles comment there. So drafting Jalen, he, he got Jalen Hurts in the 15th round, I think. Yeah, 15th round to cover Carson Wentz. I know we're going to talk about other picks in the draft later, and Matt finished 10th, so this is not true. But that's a, one of the best picks of the draft. Now, looking back, right, like okay. to cover your starting quarterback like that, you know they just took a rookie in the second round of the draft. You have to feel a little bit worried about your quarterback. Wentz looked terrible. I bl- I personally blame the line. I think Wentz has talent, enough talent to be a starter. Maybe he's like a Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford level starter, but I still think he's like at their level instead of like, you know, Sam Darnold level. No offense, Terry. It's like I have your roster um, just insult them every chance I get. I wouldn't be surprised if you just take a good 30 minutes before we uh, have this podcast to go, okay, here's Terry's roster. All right. What is the worst thing about this player? Let me go. <laughs> and then he just he goes and memorizes like their worst you see right um, through me. metrics, their worst stats, and then he's able to like recite them on the spot. That's that's what Brett does, folks. Um uh, one thing, I mean, I do, I do feel bad for Matt, because um, he does have Russell Wilson, and I don't feel bad because he has Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson is your love child, an amazing quarterback. <laughs> I am in love with Russell Wilson. Um, you should trade for him. He's down. His, his value is down right now. His value is down. But <laughs> one thing that Matt suffered here was bye bye bye. Russell- Russell Wilson. Yep, we got our uh, our apology um, train going on here. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean his, you know, Russell Wilson. Obviously, to anybody watching football, declined in the second half of the year. Right. He was on fire. He did amazing. And then, I mean, he he still finished the year, positionally ranked fifth, fifth quarterback. But it was all and was still declined on the the second half of the year. I mean, we're talking. Let's see here. You're having. I mean, to, for Russell Wilson. I mean, you, you started off 35, 38, 41, 22, 27. I mean, not <laughs> going below 22. twenty points. Yeah, thirty two, thirty two, 
Then he starts going to the range of 24, 9, 22, 15, 16. I mean, it's getting to the point where, like, you were expecting 30-point games from this guy. All right. Terry, he, he played the Rams twice in the second half of the season and was awful both times. I'm going to say it right now. Put it on the tape. The Seahawks will lose to the Rams on Saturday night. Book it. Book it? Book it. There's no way he can beat that defense. You know, and I'm with you. I agree. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's it's the problem, though. You, you just got to the point where, you know, if, you know, I haven't been in another league. I was getting used to those 30-point games going, yeah, I can just plug and play Russell Wilson. Um, so much so that in the other league, I started Trubisky over right. Russell Wilson in the playoffs, in the, and he scored the, more points. In the championship, yeah. In the championship. And you lost. And I still lost because I had a, a team that was also falling apart towards the end. Um so looking at Matt's team, right, he has Russell Wilson and the Eagles quarterback, whichever one it may be. Great pick to take her. The Eagles quarterback, yes. Yep. Um, uh, problem he, is he also had Juju. Right. Yeah, another another wide receiver you would have expected to be a wide receiver one mm. that didn't pan out. I mean, because he drafted. Where did he draft it? I mean, you have that up, right? He said. Uh, yeah, Juju was a third round pick, three oh four. Yeah. So took Juju over Julio, Miles Sanders, Swift, Dobbins, DJ Moore. Yeah. Jonathan so, Taylor. Somebody you would have expected, especially in our league too. I mean, we had being a two quarterback league. You, right. you had That's so actually, much available at that point because yeah. so many right. people so, drafted quarterbacks. It's more like a second-round pick in a redraft or whatever, or Correct. actual startup. Um, other problem plaguing his team, I, I don't hate his team. I don't think it's great. I think it's okay. But one of the things that I hate is uh, after he lost Saquon, running back depth behind that was not very good. And I don't completely blame him. Because he drafted Leonard Fournette to go with Saquon, assuming, I mean, you would assume Fournette is, you know, a starter at that point. When we drafted, he was a starter in Jacksonville. That's a great RB2 to put next to Saquon. And then all the Fournette stuff happened. He loses that guy. He took him 504 in the draft. Fifth round pick, just gone. Ronald Jones is kind of the man there. And Fournette had a, a very inconsistent season. Not a lot of depth also, behind those guys. Yeah, and you almost like feel like because you already knew at that point, kind of you knew that Fournette was the guy, but you knew there were like questions about Fournette. Like you, there was talk about is Fournette the guy? Is Fournette still like does he fit in here? Um, and it almost looks like Matt took gambles. Like Fournette, Sony Michelle was another gamble. I mean, Juju the, the talk. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's he he seems like he liked to like play a little bit there. He was like, okay, well, this might pan out, it might not. And even a dynasty league, I mean, obviously you have to suffer for a couple of years, but I mean, dynasty league is one of those leagues where you can like 
yeah, my draft this year might not have been the best, but you can always recover. I mean, you're, you're not, you're continually building. You can continually trade. I mean, you, you can move from where you are. It's not like a redraft where you're like, Oh, my team sucks halfway through. I'm done. See you later. Well, that's why we love dynasty. I mean, me personally. Yeah. I will say though, Matt, you have something that Terry and I don't have. That's a triple crown championship. I hope you all heard that sigh. Um, I have a new microphone. And I wanted to try to make it clear there. Oh, that so. was supposed to be in the intro. I'm so bad at this. Guys, for Christmas, Terry got a microphone for our amazing podcast that gets six viewers per or six listeners per episode. <laughs> and we're hoping. We just we just want you to be able to enjoy the the distinctness of my voice. Um Hopefully Only you like had haunts. a more handsome voice. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe like uh, Kaya might like ask me to come on some like advertisement or something because he hears my voice and thinks it sounds so beautiful or something. I mean, maybe, right? <laughs> All right. So that, that wraps up the dust division. Is there anything on Matt's team that you're excited about for the future? Do you see anything? I mean, obviously, I mean, I, It'd be nice to see, I mean, we'll see, you know, if Russell Wilson, I mean, I, Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. I mean, if they can, they can shore up that O-line. Um, and I was joking yesterday. I was like, you know, I think Russell Wilson just needs another DK Metcalf and uh, an O-line. And then, you know, Brett jokes around and goes, hey, yeah, every team's looking for a DK Metcalf. But I mean, you know, if, if that's, you know, if, if Russell Wilson – I mean, obviously his, his O-line, that just, it just sucks. I mean, I, you look at like O-line rankings. I mean, they're like middle of the pack. I mean, if he, if he had a decent O-line, I mean, Russell Wilson would do damage. Um, I feel like we've said that for like four years in a row now. Though. But I mean, cause their O-line sucked <laughs> year over year. I mean, they, but, but they also have, they do have DK Metcalf. I mean, if they can get, you know, some, solid defensive players, some solid offensive players, maybe like a decent wide receiver. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I think, I think Russell Wilson will do better yet next year. Um, Barkley will come back and be a top 12 running back. Um, 12. Is it top 12? Top 12 running back. Okay. Brett, a top three running back. Is that what you're waiting for? Is that what you want? I mean, I, he wants me to say top running back, the best running back. Saquon Barkley is the best athlete in the NFL uh, at running Whoa, back. Whoa, wait, I was about to say, I mean, isn't uh, – I don't know. Uh, no, actually, what, what he might Tyreek be. about Tyreek Hill, Patrick oh, Mahomes? No, Mahomes is a terrible athlete. He, I can see his belly through his jersey. I love you, Pat. <laughs> wow. I, I just – I didn't think I, – I thought if I just listed off – Hey, players, you would just two-time Super Bowl champion Pat Mahomes, three weeks in the future. Gosh. All right, so moving on from that, um, <laughs> your team's okay. I think it could be, it could improve in the future. We'll see how well you. Oh wait, what was our question, team. Matt? Good uh, or shit? Now, what was your question? Ah, <laughs> see, can I have a middle? Like, I'm going to go middle. I'm doing middle. That's not. Nope, you can't do that. Good, Good. or bad. I, I like his oh, team. He finished 10th. 
Yeah, he also had injuries. Like Barkley's a huge difference maker. I mean, that's true. That's true. He's like some would say more of a difference maker than Christian McCaffrey. So moving on, we're gonna look at the uh, oh, future gosh. bronze division. That wraps up the dust division. You will have Matt, Dante, and Ken competing for the elusive title of tumbleweed. And we're literally, I mean, Brett lives in Texas. He can go find you a tumbleweed, okay? <laughs> It'll have red dust on it, okay? He'll get it, he'll ship it to you. It doesn't really turn might, red until you get, like, West New Mexico and Phoenix. Arizona it might have some, like, gunpowder mixed in it because it is Texas. Um, but uh, we have gunpowder just floating in the air here. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right, moving on to the bronze division, Terry. The ninth place finish, Dan finished with a six and seven record, uh, one hundred and thirty four points per game. Has a fourteen percent chance of landing the one hundred one. He made a push at the end, but didn't quite make the playoffs. So, um, and I don't remember when all these trades were made, but I'd like, Hmm. I mean, it was kind of throughout, but I mean, um, I I don't know how I feel about trading away Kamara because I've done that before and it sucks. (laughs) Thanks, bud. (laughs) Um, but getting Dak, Dallas Goddard, and Jamar Chase does probably feel pretty good. Especially yeah, so, trying to build for the future. So Dan made some trades. Um, got rid of Kamara. That was at the trade deadline, like the day of the trade deadline. So... At that point, he knew he was done for the year. Didn't need Dak at all for this year, so building for the future. Um, His starting quarterbacks are Roethlisberger, Daniel Jones, Teddy Bridgewater. Does that make you feel different about the Kamara trade, knowing that he's bringing in Dak with that quarterback group? Not really, because he can still trade. You know what I mean? He can, you know, he he made a huge upgrade at quarterback and he can turn around if he wants to and trade one of his lesser quarterbacks for actually something decent because we are a two quarterback league. We just talked about how Kenny has one quarterback, right? Yeah. So when you, when you trade for need, right? Sometimes you're willing to give up more just to fit or fill that need that you have. If you have one quarterback, you need it to actually compete. Somebody might be willing to spend a little bit more to fill that need. You know, so, I mean, I'm not, I like Dak. Um, I mean, and I don't blame him too. He got, you know, you got Jamar Chase and we don't know how well Jamar Chase is going to do or even where he's going to end up. We have speculation, but um yeah i mean it's kamara is good kamara is already 25 and we know already already 25 <laughs> already 25 <laughs> hey, you know but i mean but like we've seen the lifespan of, of running backs i mean in 
you'll Kamara you see too much in, online. Kamara came into the NFL so young. I mean, he was a 21 year old rookie. He's already on his second contract at 25. The only downside to Kamara I see is Drew Brees leaving because he okay. did not perform well with Taysom Hill. And if that's the future, it's not looking good for Kamara. Yeah, I mean, because he's also he's he's a pass catching back. I mean, so you you change out your quarterback, right? You you know he's twenty five, and you know we've seen you know, I mean, anybody that follows fantasy football, you see like debates online: zero RB versus putting priority in RB. And Brett's just you know waving his hand right now. Well, zero RB is just whatever, but. You know, but in the end, though, if you think don't, about it, don't no Terry, zero RB is not the way. No, it's not only in a start three wide receiver and a flex PPR seasonal league. Then maybe if you're picking at the end of the first, any other situation in fantasy football, especially dynasty RB. Well, who's going to last longer? Five I don't know. Ask Michael Thomas. RB. Because, I mean, you, you look at it. I mean, how long do we think Kamara has left? Okay, but, like, if you're talking about the top receivers, right, the, or the expected top receivers, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, DJ Shark, that's not even talking about guys that got hurt. But I mean, you know, running backs also got hurt. I mean, how early do people draft uh, CMC and Saquon Barkley? Let's not I mean, talk about those guys. Let's not talk about those guys. I mean, those are guys that people are like, I'm going to win my league, right? Because yep. I drafted them 1 1. Yep. And they're gone after two, three weeks. Because cause a running bad back year. injury, right? In a running back injury versus a wide receiver injury, you, you're going to see a wide receiver come back sooner than a running back. Because a running back probably tore their ACL because they were trying to just power through something where a wide receiver is not going to, I mean, he will, but I mean, you're, you're the, the difference thing, you know, you're wide receivers last longer than running backs. Right. In theory. Yeah. Uh, uh, how old is Julio Jones? What'd uh, 31, you say? 31. Um, how many uh, running back run, running back ones do you know? At 30. Frank Gordon. Julio Jones was a top 12 wide receiver last year. Um, uh, how many how many 30-year-old running backs do you know that are are RB12? 1 to 12. Okay, okay. I'll, I, I will give you the elite wide receivers can produce later in their years. But in their prime, those running backs are much more valuable than those wide receivers. Oh, they are. So, I mean – it's each to their own. However you want to build your team. Um, I don't know why you got me talking about this one. I'm trying to talk about Dan's team. But, yeah, getting Jamar Chase, (laughs) not a bad Debbie guy. I personally am on board with training Kamara, especially getting Dak and Jamar Chase. Dallas Goddard's great, too. Only 25 years old, starting to break out as a tight end. He'll keep you a tight end one for the next five years. I really like the trade for Dan. I know it, I disagree with you. I think that he should have traded Kamara, 
in the position he was in with Breeze leaving, potentially leaving, or will be gone, if not this year, next year. I mean, he's leaving eventually. I like the trade for Dan. He also made another trade that I don't like for Dan. Right? We talked about the trade. There's also another trade that I don't like for Dan. He traded away Tyler Lockett and DeAndre Swift to me for Miles Gaskin and Calvin Ridley. So, like I said, so the trade that Dan just won, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, it's, you know, I, I feel like this is one of the more equal trades. Um, so before I think I think I think Dan clearly won the Kamara, desk Dak Prescott, Goddard, Jamar Chase, especially one for the future. Um, and that's I don't I'm not a proponent of zero RB. I mean I, I see what people do it. I, I see you know running backs are really good in their first couple of years, and then I think at that point it's knowing when to get rid of them. It's it's sell them in their prime right before they're about to dump. And then, especially in the dynasty, and then yep. get value and be able to rely on your wide receiver studs that are going to last until they're thirty. Um, and this is another trade where it's like it's so Lockett's at twenty eight, Swift. Um, I I like Swift, but I feel like the Lions don't. <laughs> Don't know um, how to use a running back appropriately. Um, so right now I can talk as much as I want because uh, Brett just had some uh, technical difficulties with a dog and a child coming into the room. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I mean, I mean, Brett received Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin, and no, I Oh, I gave up Miles Gaskin, uh, Calvin Ridley, and I I like the Calvin Ridley side of that the most, just because who knows how long Julio Jones has left, um, and at that point, um, you're, I mean Ridley will become the man, but we've also seen where Ridley becomes Ridley because you know like that that one that wide receiver. That's a wide receiver two takes over that wide receiver one platform and doesn't perform as well as they could um, just because they're drawing the coverage that would have went to the wide receiver one. Um, I think Ridley is just, it's a good trade. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I think this is quite equal. I don't, I don't, I just think well, the Lions aren't going to use Swifter properly and you're not going to get what you want. Out of I don't think you could be more wrong. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley might lose his quarterback pretty soon. Like that, that's coming. And DeAndre Swift is 21 years old, has all the receiving talent that you want out of a running back. He is set up for the future. And I obviously made trades to set myself up for the future, trying to take young running back talent. That's that's good. 
Um, hey, Brett, what do you think about doodles? Like, uh... Dogs. Uh, oh, not, like, yeah? drawing doodles? No, we're talking about dogs. Uh, yeah, I think, um, uh, they're fine. If, I guess. I think they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they are? Uh-huh. I think you, you have one, don't you? I did, I did. I bought my son a, uh, a golden doodle for Christmas because he was lonely without having a dog. How, how is that panning out for you now? Oh, it's wonderful. They are now in my office playing while I'm trying to record this, which is great. It's, it's wonderful. Having a blast. I, I think, um, you know, we should actually have uh, Brett's wife do the podcast one night. What do you think, Brett? Um, yeah, Brett's uh, still having some more technical difficulties. Oh, we have a we have a guest on our podcast right now. We can all see that uh, Brett's child uh, finds me cooler than him, and Brett's coaching him what to say right now. You didn't make the playoffs. So, um, so we all heard that, um, Brett's, Brett, uh, teaches his child how to save that, um, Terry didn't make the playoffs. Best trash talker in the house. Yeah. Okay. They're out. We're good. (laughs) Anyways, it was a wonderful, um, so Brett, did you just get ambushed by your dog, your child and your wife all at the same time? Yep. It's bedtime. So he wanted to come say goodnight. Okay. Looking at Dan's team, he does have a, a massive bright spot, Terry, um, Wide receiver, first round pick for the Dallas Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, 21 years old, averaged 11 points a game. Oh, by the way, he traded for Dak. That's called double touchdowns. That is. Uh, I'm really surprised, you know, being who you are, um, that you didn't bring up his tight end. Um, He does have the number one tight end in the NFL. Who, who yeah, is Travis that, Kelsey's Travis Kelsey's amazing. Yeah, he averages 17 points a game. But here's the problem I see with Dan's team. Not trying to be mean, I just don't think it's close to winning. And you have an aging tight end. I, I mean, his his starting running backs, Miles Gaskin, Nelvin Gordon. And hopefully, I mean, Jamal Williams might take over the, the Green Bay backfield next year. Um, what's your problem with uh, Melvin Gordon there? Melvin Gordon's fine. I just he's getting older. He's he's at that point last year of that dump him while you can that you talked about for running backs. It's only going to be a decline. If you think Melvin Gordon had a great year, he finishes the RB fifteen. It's okay. It's not going to carry your team to the playoffs. No, I mean, but it, it is consistent. So having a tight end like Travis Kelsey feels like a luxury at this point. When you need talent at running back, you have young talent at receiver, but they're not really devo- uh, performing now. I mean, he also has T. Higgins. 
But I mean, you're also like, I mean, Melvin Gordon's only 27. I mean, you're, I I don't, I think he still has, you know, a couple of good years left in him. At least as an RB2. I don't think he's going to be an RB1 consistently. I mean, but I think as a, you have an RB2 good for like the next couple of years. I mean. Terry, is uh, Dan's team good or shit? Um. Can only do good or shit. I can't. I can't like go. I mean, that was kind of harsh. It's, but, he's yeah. very middling. Um, I will have to say I like Matt's team more than I do Dan's team. I would agree. I like Dante's better than all four so far. I also like the extra notes. That your child left us. <laughs> yeah, he might have been typing on our show sheet, so enjoy that. Um, I might just have to like say, "Always whatever the started." Um, sorry, that's just that's. I'm just gonna have to say that. That's just a a word that um, Brett's gifted child wrote on our show sheet. Um, so, well, Tara, if you look at the eighth place finisher, moving on, we're going to Chris now. Finish eight. Six and seven on his record, 135 points per game. The highest points per game of any of the non-playoff teams has a uh, 9.5% chance of landing the 101 in the rookie draft. Yeah, Chris's team, uh, I would say, is the best team to not make the playoffs. Would you agree? Uh, no, I think we'll talk about the, that person next. Um, <laughs> but... I think, I think it comes pretty close. I think it comes pretty close, but uh, not quite yet. Um, so uh, I get to see whatever I want now, folks, because I think Brett needs to leave us for a second to uh, take care of his family. But uh, I think that um, – so, so, I mean, you have – for Chris, uh, I mean, 6-7. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking – I mean, that, that's – the teams you had two seven and six teams that made it. Um, I mean, he wasn't far removed, um, but I, I, he had Lamar Jackson at one two, and Lamar Jackson just didn't produce where he should have or could have. I mean, he was another. I feel like almost a Russell Wilson situation where. You know, as he as he was going um, throughout the season, it, he just didn't produce. You know, he he didn't have the let's check here if we're just gonna look at some stats really quick. Um, oh, we're about to have Brett join us in one second. But yeah, so I mean, he. He started out, um, you know, thirty point game, and then he started he started dwindling off, coming back up. And towards the end of the season, he started, he finished strong. He had twenty seven points, thirty five, thirty five points. But I mean, he he just didn't well, produce at that consistency that you would have expected him to to produce at at that one. His spot. team his team mirrored the season of Lamar Jackson. Like, it started off – I mean, Lamar Jackson got hot at the end, and that's when his team started winning. 
almost made the playoffs. He was right there. And he has so much talent on this team that just didn't perform this year. I mean, you're talking about George Kittle was out for, what, half the season almost? Yep. Yeah. And, George- and he got rid of he got rid of dead weight. Um, great in my trade. Opinion. Yeah, great trade. He got rid of Cam and Preston Williams to Andres. Got back Chris Carson and Jerry Judy. I mean, you're talking about a gym of a rookie. Judy didn't have a great season. He averaged seven point five per game, but inconsistent quarterback play for Judy. They were missing Cortland Sutton, which you could argue that helped him. I would say it hurt him. Um, having to face the number one corners already as a rookie. There's so much young talent on this team. I mean, just his receivers alone, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Jerry Judy. And I hope you all appreciated that. Brett really literally sprinted to his chair and then just started talking yeah. as I stopped. So yeah. that, that was the improv of Brett right there. I, I have no idea what he I, I don't know what Terry said. I missed it all. I went to tell my son goodnight. And uh, I it was literally me fumbling through uh, not being prepared and looking at stats because I, I knew Lamar Jackson didn't do what he wanted to, and I just kept on clicking on the wrong link. Thanks, Brett. Wonderful um, job, Terry, as all. Uh, but yes, so yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was trying to go for. I mean, I mean, Lamar Jackson just didn't didn't produce where you would expect him to produce at a one two. I mean, I mean, that, that's I think that was. That and his rookies not producing where you would want them to. I mean, uh, DK Metcalf suffered because of Russell Wilson's, you know, I mean, it, it's it, it's not because he has a bad wide receiver there. DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf is amazing. Um, but Russell Wilson suffered in the second half of the season. So his wide receivers are going to suffer as well. Um, and, you know, Denver dealing with a, lack of a de- identity at quarterback. Um, and, you know, that caused Jerry Judy to suffer. Um, so, so I mean, I mean, George Kittle missing six games. I mean, we're talking Kittle's up at the Kelsey type yeah, right. area. I mean, when you, when you're, your 102 doesn't produce where he should, your, your tight end that was supposed to be a top six tight end, top three type at tight end. Cause I mean, after the top three, four, I mean, you start dwindling to like, yeah, nothing. Kittle was but, the second round pick. So, I mean, you'd expect you'd him to lose produce your first two players. I mean, Lamar wasn't yeah, I mean, gone, but not performing how you need from a one Oh two. That's the problem with having the, a top pick. I mean, if your top guy doesn't perform, you're stuck with a bunch of middling players and Kittle's great. I, I'm not trying to say he's middling, but he was hurt. So after that, I mean, his team just kind of suffered. Still finished eighth, 135 points per game. That's more than some of our playoff teams had. That's more than half of our playoff teams almost. So he's right in it. He seems very young. I think this is the best team to not make the playoffs, and he's in your division next year. Yep. So next, we're going to talk about the most amazing team ever. Ooh, I get to take a break. Oh, wow. Um, so next, uh, the last team to not make the playoffs um, was my team, 7-6, and six, 121 points per game. Um, How many points per game? 121 points per game. 121. That's like the third worst. Hmm. Or, 
tenth best if you like me talking about bigger numbers. Yeah. Um, so um, I guess we can go into this here. Um, suffered a little bit. Um, lost my 103 for 10 games. Um, Who's that? CMC. Uh, expect. Yeah, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he was expected to just be one of those solid, consistent producers. Didn't happen at the way it should. Um, thankfully, I did still – I was able to pick up Mike Davis, um, who produced, I feel like, at three-fourths. 75, yeah. Yes, I, I'd say about three-fourths of what CMC could do. Um Mike Davis did. Um, I hope that doesn't fare too poorly for CMC. Cause I mean, if you can have, I mean, you have a team that has a top running back like that and you realize that you can just roll with a lesser running back and then dump the amount you have to pay for that top running back. I mean, we'll see. Um, but hopefully, I mean, that, that, that really hurt a lot. I mean, one Oh three lost Joe Burrow. Um, I was already suffering at quarterback, struggling to figure out what to play. I mean, towards the end of the season, um, Baker came in and produced, but That's true, he yeah. wasn't he wasn't producing towards the start of the season. Um, and I'm wondering if, I mean, consists you know surprisingly he started producing more consistently once Odell Beckham was out of the picture. Oh, weird. What a weird coincidence. What a coincidence. I don't um, know if anybody here ever played quarterback, but I'll tell you the worst thing about playing quarterback is a diva receiver because it, like, just completely throws off your offense. Like, that that's the last thing you want is to worry about egos when you're just trying to move the ball down the field. And I feel like, to your point, once Odell Beckham was out, Baker just started – Finding the open guys instead of worrying about the egos of his receivers. And yeah, he performed much better. He only had one bad game in his last six. Yeah. So, I mean, if I, you know, lost Joe Burrow, I mean, if I, if I would have had Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow consistently throughout the season, um, I mean, I mean, because my other, you know, I had a top 11 tight end, I had Hunter Henry, Nick Chubb, 11th running back. Uh, Mike Davis was the 12th running back. Um, you know, one of my, I feel like one of my sore spots was, was Cooper cup just didn't produce where he could have. Um, he was a top 12 wide receiver last year, finished this year at the very back of the wide receiver too. Um, so losing, um, Joe Burrow, losing CMC, uh, uh, Henry Ruggs didn't pan out the way he should have sure. or was hoping that he would have. Um, Sam, Why would you ever draft a reader? Uh, Sam Darnold just didn't produce. Um, there was injuries for uh, Darius Slayton. He didn't pan out. I mean, he did did twice exceptional last year. Uh, oh, let's just – I mean, we can just go through the disappointments. I mean, Okay, I out of all the disappointment – I do – I there is a bright spot. Seventh-round pick, Washington 
WFT football team. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. F1 McLaurin. Scary Terry. Did you draft him only because you share a first name? No, I did not. Um, no, How is that I mean, not your team name yet? Terry, I share a first name. Terry McLaren. Is that is that oh, what it I should hope, be? Or I I hope you're a little more creative than that. But I know that you're not. <laughs> I am not. Um, this is actually my team name this year. Is the most creative I've ever been. That's, with a fantasy football team name. Okay. It's true. I have very played fantasy for years with Brett and left my name, Team Frank, for yeah. years. And, and I've yelled years. at you for years. Like, just update your name. I wasn't going to put Team Frank on the trophy. <laughs> and it almost became like an enjoyment of knowing how much it frustrated Brett that I just kept it that way. Be a little um, creative. So this, I mean, this year I actually changed two team names mm-hmm. in a single year. I will say your baseball team name is much better. Actually, I have three. So I, I have three unique team names between two of the Triple Dynasty and our <laughs> um, our actual our other league that uh, we're in. Um, but yeah, so so yes, I mean, I I like my team. I need it to not be broke. Um, And I think it's an okay team if you're healthy. I think you need Burrow to break out to really jump into like the top four team playoff picture. But I mean, you're also talking about a rookie quarterback. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not saying the breakout can't come. I'm just saying like you need that um, and Baker to sustain what he's doing. I mean, Chubb McCaffrey is great at running back. So you, despite all of your zero RB love, you built your team the right way. That is true. I mean, and you're talking, I mean, only playing Joe Burrow. Average 23 points per game. Was only active for 11 games Mm -hmm. and was still for the season QB 23. Wait, he was on pace to break um, Andrew Luck's rookie passing record. So, I mean, you're talking, if he can consistently, I mean, you're talking his second game, he threw over 300 yards. But he also had like 50, 51 attempts in that game. Something crazy. Uh, he had 61 attempts. Yeah, that's what it was, 61. He made 37, like, it, was some, it was some crazy amount of attempts. Like, it was, it was pretty ridiculous. Game. I mean, well, I don't think no, I think you overestimate throw. my ability. <laughs> um, I can't throw. Um, I can catch, but I can't throw. So there's a joke in there somewhere. But... Oh, there is. I was waiting for it. I was actually I said it and then I was like, <laughs> let's see how sharp Brett is right now. He might fail. He might not. We'll see what happens now. All right. Well, now all the um, uh, teams that don't matter are out of the way. Okay. Wow. Um, Let's move I on to the playoffs. Statement plagues you, Brett. That's what I hope. 
I hope every team that didn't make it makes it, and then your teams all fall apart. Okay, playoff teams now. Did I say that? I mean, (laughs) um, so. Playoff teams. Yes. We had the sixth seed finish in fourth place, sixth seed going into the playoffs, Ryan, finished the season at seven and six. 132 points per game. First round of the playoffs, he defeated Kaya, who Kaya was my favorite going in, so thank you, Ryan. You helped me out. Wait, first round of the playoffs, he defeated Kaya 131 to 116. And then he fell in the second round to uh, myself. I beat him in the second round. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, Ryan. I think you all hear that. Sorry. Was it as pronounced as it should have been? Um, but it was there. I mean, at least we got something from Brett. Um, but yeah, so I mean, weeks one through five, uh, right. Weeks five dash. What the crap is going on here? <laughs> if you could read, this? You, he's, he went five and one. Oh, uh, week five and one weeks, one through three. And then no, um, oh, three through eight. Week three. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Terry, shut up. <laughs> Um, it's eight 30 folks. Um, it's my bedtime. Wow, so late. Um, All right. So he went five and one weeks, three through eight. So in the middle, early middle part of the season, he went on a five and one stretch. His team was like blazing. He was in first place. Well, second place. Cause Andre started really hot, but he was right there at the top of the league. Uh, great team. And then what happened? Minshew and oh, wait. got hurt. Injuries. Plaguing the world. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Minshew, I mean, before he was injured, I mean, he was doing quite well for himself. Yeah, Minshew was averaging 19.6 points per game. He was doing fine. Much better than the guys that took it over for him when he was out. We'll get into them in a second. Uh, Minshew was looking good. And, and then Drew Brees got hurt. Right when Minshew was about to come back, Brees went out. And from weeks 11, 11, 12, and 13, Ryan had no quarterbacks. So I feel like – I don't want to say it was panic, but he needed quarterbacks. So he traded Boston Scott for Joe Flacco, who was at the time starting for the Jets for injured Darnold. I can't judge it. I mean, Boston Scott's a nobody also. So yeah. whatever. I mean, if you need a starting quarterback, that's a good trade. The other one I don't like so much. Um, he traded away. Well, I like it for me. He traded oh, away yeah. Antonio I mean, Gibson. I, <laughs> I don't know if you guys see the this uh, trend here. Um, Brett taking advantage of people that are in suffering. Hey, whoa, um, what? Oh, wait. I mean, I'm sorry. Just Did I just say that? Um, <laughs> so... What, if you just heard anything, it's give me all your good players. Brett doesn't need anything. I, I think that's what we all just heard. Is that what just happened here? But yes, um, yeah. Since you know, so we don't we don't want to listen to Brett gloat too much. But well, so one um, could argue I lost this trade. He gave me Antonio Gibson, and I gave him back Tyler Lockett and Jake Luton, who at the time was starting for Jacksonville. In, in for uh, Minshew. So he kind of cornered the Jacksonville quarterback market. 
for this year. Yes, I mean, see, see, I mean, you have the same situation where you had Fitzpatrick into uh, so I mean, you're, you're, you know, in general, when you look at you know draft strategies in general, it's it's really good to have you know, you know, a cook in a Madison. I mean, if we, you know, if you know somebody's liable to get hurt, you know, cooks cook plays. He's a he's a running back one. He's going to you know, run at least a hundred yards and potentially have a touchdown or two or three, um, you know, but if he doesn't, Madison's going to come and do the exact same thing. Um, and this is one of those situations where um, Minshew wasn't playing. He was doing consistently well. So why not have Lutton and hope that it just pans up the same way? Um, I get it. Yeah. Not sure didn't work out. Gibson. He needed a quarterback. Lockett at the time was coming off a huge game. If you remember that crazy game he had against uh, was it the Cardinals. But he was coming off a huge game. Um, I don't blame him for doing it. This was before Gibson's breakout also. So if you can kind of put yourself back in that time of Gibson was sharing the backfield with McKissick and we weren't really sure who the starter was, of course – Gibson it, broke out after, but and this is also before Wilson dudding, right? Correct. Yeah, so Lockett was like still hitting it. I think he was a wide receiver one at the time. So but yeah, I mean, because I mean, you're talking. He had a like week seven. He had a forty-five point game. Week three, right. a thirty-two point game. And it was 16, it was after 13. week seven. I, I believe this trade was week nine ish. So like that yeah. was still current. Yeah. Um, even if you look at it now, if you take out Luton, who only started, what, two or three games, Antonio Gibson averaged 13.2 points per game and Tyler Lockett 13.5 points per game. So I know Gibson's a rookie, but it's, it's still, even without Luton, a, a pretty fair trade. It is, I mean, but you also need to look at the fact that those numbers are probably skewed by a 45.5 game on week seven and a 32.5 week game on week two, where afterwards he's he's seeing 3.8, 9.3, 7.5. I mean, those aren't numbers you want from a wide receiver one. Those are numbers you maybe throw in a flex and hope he makes 10 points to get you up there. So, so Ryan, if you flash back five months ago, Terry, we talked to Ryan and his main concern was his quarterbacks, Minshew and Breeze. Is that sustainable in dynasty? Say Breeze retires. Minshew's getting replaced in Jacksonville, probably with Lawrence, it seems. He could have He's no, gonna benefit no, from that, Brett. <laughs> he could have no quarterbacks. I mean, I'm not – this isn't a joke. Like, the other quarterbacks on his roster, Jarek Sidham in New England, probably not starting. Jordan Love in Green Bay, back up to an MVP. Jacob Eason in Indy, I mean, I don't know. It's possible. Probably not. Ryan in year two could have no quarterbacks. And no quarterbacks down the pipeline. He could uh, hang out with uh, Kenny G. You know, they can have a no quarterback party. No quarterback party. That's not what you want to have in this league. 
No, it's not, especially in a two-quarterback league. I mean, I think the most he can hope for is uh, Minchie stays, Breeze holds out for another year, and then he makes trades like crazy because Breeze is having a really good year and Minchie doesn't get injured. Well, the good news is if you want to make trades, he has tradable assets. First-round pick, 112, Derrick Henry. Second-round pick. You mean the running back that can't be stopped? Yeah, the Yeti. That, that one, the one that just plows through everything and then just destroys it? Oh, him. yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the one you're talking about. Okay. Oh, I, I meant 2K Henry. Sorry, I said that wrong. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> wide receiver Devontae Adams, second-round pick, had like what? Who gets every single one? He's a beast. 21 and a half points per game for Adams. 20 points per game for Henry. He's has, got studs. I mean, he made a playoffs with no quarterbacks. Had a court, like, is, is there a game that oh, – okay, wait. Okay, I lie. I was going to say, is there a game that Adams has not had a touchdown? And I'll just continue going with that because Brett's a little occupied right now by uh, a cute, adorable little child. Um, but um, there is literally only three games that he has played that he has not scored a single touchdown. Every other game was a one or two or three plus touchdown game. Um, so, yeah. He was, so, I mean, he was a monster. I, really, plus, I mean – Adams is a monster this year. And we should have seen it coming. We kind of did see it coming. Um, They didn't draft any receivers of any value or worth at all. Aaron Rodgers did have a resurgent monster season. And and Adams was the the beneficiary. He got hurt. He missed some time. I'm sure that didn't help Ryan's team. Uh, Ryan still made the playoffs and was competitive with with bad quarterbacks. So, I mean, he – so Adams missed two games and was still wide receiver one. Yeah. <laughs> missed two games. You're talking two games and not even just two games, but he had, he missed two games and had two single digit weeks and still made wide receiver one. Dude, I, um, I like I like Ryan's team a lot. He has to figure out his quarterback situation, or it's not going to work out. And and I don't know. I mean, you don't want to trade away one of those studs, but it's getting to the point like maybe you have to for a proven quarterback that you can rely on. I I don't know. It quarterbacks will always be hard to find in this league. That's just how it's going to be. It is. Um, I mean, yeah. Do you do you trade away? I mean, you have Derrick Henry, the number three running back. Do you trade away Cream Hunt, who's top eight, and maybe another, like, a locket for a QB1 so that you can at least shore up something and then hope that one of your quarterbacks still stay? I mean, how, how I mean, Ryan's he has team, options. Yeah, he has options. He does. And that's, I would say the benefit for him is there's still enough talent on his roster. He can fill those holes that he has. I mean, but, he, I mean, he has Ronald Jones, he's Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I mean, he he has Nikhil Harry, who suffered from Cam Cam Newton. Um, mm, suffered from something. 
<laughs> we'll call it Cam um, we'll call it Cam Newton until they get a better quarterback and then he still sucks but um, I mean he has options he has things he can do there, there's trades he can make um, so I mean his team's not bad I think he just needs to figure out what he needs to do with it in order to make it a team that can win did, the yeah. title good team he definitely needs be a mover to to shake it up and solidify that where he's at in the playoffs to stay there for next year. I mean that silver division is not going to be fun. Great. Um, so next, his best friend. We have, we have Lincoln. No idea if they're best friends, but I know they're friends. Um, so Lincoln has one of Brett's favorite players in the world out of state. Why do we have to bring this up? We always have to bring this up because you're in love with the Chiefs, Brett. Well, duh. So, Lincoln, if, if it were up to you, the... you would create a rule that everybody had to trade you a Chiefs player in order to continue uh, uh, the league. So, Andres gets to be in the league next year because he gave me Tyreek Hill. And there Boom. you go. Um, <laughs> Brett is in love with the Chiefs as usual. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Mahomes won one. Did it pan out? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, who who is he's the worth the first pick? N- number one quarterback, positionally ranked. Mahomes. Mahomes Based off the stats, um, Mahomes. Yes, twenty-seven point five points per game, highest scoring points per game on his team. Period. Um. So Lincoln, he's you know did did so. You know, one one consistent thing I've know it was actually it wasn't even actually that consistent, because so you know one thing I've always been because of Brett, um, is always um, held against me is I don't trade a ton. I like uh, to not trade. at all. That would be zero trades this year, Terry. Um, this year, um, <laughs> I don't well, trade a the- ton. <laughs> But I was about to say, okay, you know, because like Brett was like, okay, the reason that people don't win, you know, leagues is because they don't trade. But I mean, if you look, there's been. <laughs> How dare you well. say that was told to you in private? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Lincoln did not trade. He has not traded. Um, did fairly well for himself. Um, obviously. Um, well, with Mahomes finishing in fifth place. Yeah, I mean, you have the number one player in fantasy. I, his team's fine. That Mahomes definitely wasn't the reason he lost, but he finished the season with six straight losses. If you, if you count the playoffs, yes, and you know what? I, I think I think one of the, I I would argue his downside really was Acres and uh, Marquise Brown. Acres. Those were players you expected to come. Acres, you you thought Acres was going to come in with Todd Gurley being gone and be their RB one with the talent he had. You you thought that you didn't think Henderson was going to cause issues and have uh, Malcolm Brown come in and be like you didn't think this was going to be like. Acres had a rough rookie season. I don't think it's. I mean, it's not over for him. Obviously, he's going to be okay. Um, I think the. When I look at his team, I think the big mistake – I don't want to call it a mistake. It sounds bad. 
That does sound bad. Yeah. <laughs> so here, Lincoln, if you need to I didn't know, mean it that your harshly. Mistake, your mistake was, go Brett. Drafting Drew Locke in the sixth round as your second quarterback. And I don't blame you because that was a very sexy pick. A lot of people were talking about Locke, like, the, like he's going to break out. This is going to happen. Cortland Sutton got hurt. They relied on Jerry Judy. Noah Fant was hurt all year. I don't know if that's the reason why Locke wasn't good, but well, you know, Lindsay that really hurts your hurt team. A good part of the year too. I mean, he's he's another pass catching option. I mean, but you also have to look at so Locke was out one, two, three. He was out three weeks, right? I mean, but he, when he played, I mean, he he played more consistently than a lot of quarterbacks did. I mean, thirty one points. 26 mm-hmm. points, 29 points. I mean, he wasn't 26. horrible. Missing three games. Okay. Right? I mean, you're, you're talking about when you average out, if you're talking about that's positionally ranked for quarterbacks that have also played an entire year. I mean. Okay, I'll put it this way. That's 15 points per game. Mahomes had 27. And if you look at the champion of the league, he had two quarterbacks averaging over 20. So I'm just trying to – I mean, if you're looking at why are you not competing at the top, top level? He's a playoff team. He made the playoffs. I like his team. It's not bad at all. Marquise Brown's a very uh, underrated, talented player. Mike Evans had a great year. Josh Jacobs, Cam Akers, Kenyon Drake's a good running back core. It's a good team. But if you're trying to say why did you not win, I would say Drew Locke. And no depth behind Drew Locke also would be a part of that. Of just like there's not enough quarterbacks in the league. You have to get them because when Drew Locke got hurt, you're starting a running back four in your flex instead of a quarterback. But I'd also argue too. I mean, look at his. I mean, people don't want to talk about it, but I mean, look at this defense. Look at this tight end. I mean, you're talking. Your options are five points per game for your defense or 0.6 with your tight end also being three points or a slew of whatever was hitting at that time. I mean, he didn't have consistency there. I mean, yeah. that hurts too. I mean, his tight end, he, he had a Johnny Smith. I, I like Johnny Smith. I thought that was a good tight end pickup. It, it hasn't really panned out. I thought they would use him more, um, but he did average eight points per game. Johnny Smith was the tight end nine, if you could believe it. He was the tight end one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if like you're saying, anything, not, not winning on the margins, not getting those extra points where you can. Well, I mean, and that's a you know, one thing I, I've note, you know, you you kind of pick up as you do you know fantasy football is you learn that like. Margin between quarterbacks. I mean, obviously, when you hit like the top three, I mean, you have those those your high scores. Um, but I mean, like after that point, it's almost fairly like averaged out. And then you're talking about like running back. I, I would argue quarterback, running back, tight end is almost like that. Where it's like once you get past the top guys, the players after that, the difference between your like that that 
top one after it and the 10th one after it, I mean, you're talking a couple of points. I mean, your differences between those players is not huge anymore because you don't have the top guys. So once you have your difference makers, I mean, when you, when, when your difference makers don't produce or they get injured, it yeah. causes huge issues. I mean, cause I mean, tight end this year sucked. I mean, it, it just wasn't, it was awful. It was the worst year I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. You know, it's I it's usually bad. Football for, I don't know, 15 years almost. And it's, this is the worst. I mean, and it's usually bad. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's, it's not always the best, but I mean, you're talking, okay, let's, let's take a look here. I mean, your number 12 tight end was averaging 7.6 game, 7.6 points per game with your number one at 17.4. I mean, that's huge. And then after that, I mean, you're talking your number 12 and your number 18 were 0.3 points per game different. You're you're talking six spots. You're talking almost another half a tier down. Well, the closer you get to zero, the harder it is to be a difference. And your number... (laughs) And your number 20, obviously, because of injuries, Kittle. Kittle was the number 20 this year, but averaged 12.6 points per game. Um, Goddard was 19 at 8.5, but because of the – that his average – but just because of the games that he had to miss. I mean, injuries were rampant this year, and the tight end position was just – um, horrible. I mean, it just, it just didn't pan out. Um, so, so we have, uh, Lincoln, I mean, his bright spot, um, Chase Claypool, I mean, you're outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, broke out, uh, wide receiver two drafted in the 13th round, 12 points per game. If Juju leaves, Juju's a free agent. If he leaves, Claypool's walking into a starter role on, Typically, what's typically a good offense? Um, he looks good. I mean, I, I know a lot of the debate was he should be a tight end or he's too big to play receiver. He looks athletic enough to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and he got him in the 13th round. So, I mean, at that point, you're, you're not expecting a ton. I mean, that's, that's the point where you would potentially grab – depth i mean you you should have your core place i mean so if he fills that role if juju moves on i don't think juju is going to move on i think he'll remain with the steelers but um sometimes depending on how things pan out i mean that that number two um that 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 number two can can hit amazing strides i mean we're, we're talking feeling digs type situation where you, you, you know, that coverage gets drawn us where, I mean, obviously it's not the case anymore. You got Jefferson, which obviously, I mean, Jefferson feeling, I mean, that panned out quite well as well. So, <laughs> um, so Terry. we'll move on. Um, Kaya, who um, I hope is causing Brett to cry um, was the, <laughs> um, the fifth place, um, won his division eight and five, has some phenomenal running backs, one of which he got from Brett. 
Thanks. Just thought yeah. I'd lead us into that. He had the uh, third most points per game average in the league. Terry, if I could tell you, if I could ask you, who's the favorite to win the championship next year? Who would you pick? Okay. Yeah. I was shocked um, he didn't win it. Uh, after his trades, I thought he was definitely going to win the league. And I was very happy he lost to Ryan in the first round. Ryan, you're my boy. I owe you one. Next time I come to Austin, I'm going to buy you a beer. Texas. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry, that, that, that came out. It's an accident. Um, yeah, I mean, Kaya has Dalvin Cook. He has Aaron well, Jones because well, he fleeced somebody. Um, oh, I mean, there was a trade with Brett – um, where Brett gave up uh, J.K. Dobbins, nope. Christian Kirk. I got them. Oh, you got them. Oh, yes. Hmm, that must suck. Um, for Aaron Jones. It's so awful to own J.K. Dobbins, the future star running back of the Baltimore Ravens in a run-first offense that led the league in rushing. Yeah. We've seen offenses change. Um, what's uh, the <laughs> Not Steelers? Not Lamar Jackson. <laughs> what's uh, – What's uh? How's the Steelers rushing when it comes to running backs? Anyway, uh, oh, are we just moving on <laughs> now? Um, okay, um, we just want to talk about changes. I mean, but yes, uh, yes, uh, you know, Brett just uh, gave up Aaron Jones. I uh, I would say this. Kaya impressed me, and I think this is the the epitome, the essence of fantasy football, especially dynasty fantasy football. He started two and four, didn't love his team, was dealing with injuries, made trades, and then won six of his last seven to make the playoffs, win his division, and was favorite to win the championship. That's all off of his decisions. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, I like what he did. I mean, he, he made moves um, to get Aaron Jones. He made moves to get Alvin Kamara. Um, I don't necessarily like what he gave up, um, Dak Prescott. I mean, obviously, I mean, he was going for, um, the W, um, he was going for that, that triple crown league win right there. Um, but to give up Dak, I mean, Dak Prescott is going to hurt not having next year. I mean, I know he has Dalvin Cook. I know he's Aaron Jones, Evan Kamara. Um, but we kind of just talked, we did talk about that earlier, Ben, where it's like, there's that point, what, at what point do you sell your running back so that you don't suffer that declining, well, declining ability throughout the years and have to deal with, is he going to be a good, is he going to suffer? Um, and at what point do you sell him? I mean, I love Delvin Cook, but Delvin Cook is a running back that likes to get injured a lot. Oh, the two? <laughs> Yeah, I also like Dalvin Cook. I think he's very good. Okay, look. But he gets injured a lot. I mean, this is actually you, If you look, I know. If you look at Kaya's draft, round 1 Dalvin Cook. Round 2 Dak Prescott and probably one of the top 5 picks of the draft getting uh Dak in the middle of the second round. And then 
He just went with quarterbacks. Let me see. Boy, he took Dobbins in the third. Odell Beckham in the fourth. He got talent. Wow. It fell to him. I mean, (laughs) his quarterbacks, he took older quarterbacks are not the sexy picks. So he had Dak, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff. Like, all of them are set in their roles. You know what they are. They're not going anywhere. Maybe Stafford is getting a little shaky now. But he knew what he had, and then he made the trade when he needed to. Dak was hurt. He wasn't going to help him. And he gave up uh, J.K. Dobbins, who was a uh, a rookie who didn't even have the job yet. I mean, when I traded for Dobbins – he didn't have that job yet. So that was his projection of like, Ingram doesn't look good. I want Dobbins because I'm getting young running backs. That was my goal this whole season was to get young running backs. I will get to my team later, but. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and Deontay Johnson, he's improved year over year. You started with 683 yards this year, 900 yards. I mean, hopefully next year you're talking 1300 yards. I mean, he's coming into his own. Um He's got uh, Keenan Goff. Allen. Yep. I mean, and you're talking in, in Goff. Goff is is McVeigh has centered his offense around Goff. I mean, Goff will be there. But yeah. What was that? Out of necessity. I don't think Goff's that good. But out of ne- no, out of necessity, is. but that's he built, but I mean, it's built around Goff. I mean, Goff is a, a situational, like he's 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 a quarterback that he's not a Russell Wilson, but I mean, he's a consistent. No. He's fine for fantasy, especially in the QB. Yes. I mean, he was a QB 16. That's fine. You can win with that. And especially when you have three of the top five running backs. Yes. And good receivers. Well, and I mean, he has Antonio Brown who stayed out of trouble for a year. Or at least for since he came back, <laughs> six months. Um, Way to go, six Antonio! Months. But I mean, uh, Odell Beckham, who could go into a better situation where they center an offense around him. I mean, he's he, he's the type of wide receiver where if he goes somewhere, um, and they build an offense offense around him, I mean, he will be a 20, 30 point a game wide receiver. I mean, he he could do that if he had the right offense. We saw it happen with Pittsburgh. Um, so, I mean, he, I mean, as David Johnson, who, uh, yeah, that's gross. Um, that's gross. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm going to try to, I mean, but I mean, Giovanni Bernard, I mean, I like Bernard cause Bernard's one of those guys that like, he's, he's not flashy, but he's one of those where like, if he plays, if, if, if he's like Cincinnati puts him in for that week, he is a, solid serviceable rb2 after already having three rb1s the other funny thing i haven't talked to kaya about this but he drafted dobbins early and then early early in the season traded ryan fitzpatrick away to get mark ingram because ingram was a starter 
And then it feels like once we got later into the season, he just gave up on the backfield. I mean, if you remember, Baltimore had a terrible start to the season. Nobody was producing. And he just gave up on it and traded Dobbins away, gave up on Ingram. It doesn't matter. He's got three of the top five running backs. This guy, yeah, he's going to be competing for the championship the next two, three years. All right, so at our silver division – Next year will be Kaya, Lincoln, and Ryan. That's a fun division. I don't, I'm almost happier to be in the gold division. <laughs> uh, so, right, we'll yeah, top three, top three here. Top three. Um, Who finished third? Not me. We're going. We're going to. Um, we're going to skip over number two just because we don't want to hear <laughs> anything about him. But we'll do number three, uh, Andres. Um, so, again, seven and six. So, so something to point out here, like, you know, like Brett was mentioning before, I mean, the consistency within our league. I mean, Andres was seven and six. Kaya was eight and five, right? Lincoln, seven and six. Ryan, seven and six. I was seven and six. You're talking between three different divisions, records of seven and six. Yeah, I remember looking Crazy. at the standings, like maybe week nine or ten, and like everybody was in the middle. Like it was crazy. One of the it's, most competitive leagues I've been in, for sure. So, Andres, um, Aaron Rodgers. So having a top quarterback, Garrett Rodgers, in a two QB league is, I mean, and he got him at, at 403. I mean, that's, yeah. I would have rather had him over Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's, if you're trying what? to win, if you're trying to win now, give me Aaron Rodgers. What? <laughs> at 403. Oh, oh, you're building in the draft capital? Yeah, that's, okay. I'm building in draft capital. I mean, you're okay. talking. One one and four oh three, and I have I four rounds later, I have the QB four. Yeah, but we're dynasty twenty twenty four years old compared we to are, we are. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously. But I'm I'm saying if I was trying to win this league now, yeah, and had foresight, give well, me Aaron Andres Rogers was definitely trying to win this league now. Starting quarterbacks Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers. That's a win now move. Uh, didn't love Philip Rivers. He traded for Cam Newton during the season. Uh, gave up Chris Carson and Jerry Judy for Cam and Preston Williams. If that doesn't tell you how valuable quarterbacks are, yeah, I mean that's it's a big deal, man. You need them. You need those quarterbacks. Uh, trade away Chris Carson. He created a hole for himself at running back. And then tried to fill that hole. He traded away Tyreek Hill oh. for James Conner and Travis Fulgham. I don't know if you heard that pain. The, ugh, I mean, it just Tyreek Hill to lose Tyreek Hill to Brett. Oh, so the Chiefs fan. I got Tyreek. That Chiefs fan. Um, which foresight? I mean, he might not have. Where James Conner did not end up where people thought he was going to. Right. And that's part of the trade. This trade was pretty early in the year. Uh, Connor 
he got hurt early and then he came back and had like three good games, I think. And then after that kind of fell off. So when we made the trade, Connor was better looking better than he ended up being. And Tyreek Hill was still kind of sputtering. And like we said earlier, Travis Fulgham was uh, hot at the time. Hot. And so, I mean, he, you know, he did, you can tell he, he had the scramble for running backs because it was, he did, he made that trade, Tyreek Hill for James Conner, Travis Fulgham. Then he tried to trade Joe Flacco for Boston Scott. Then the fantasy gods blessed him with Ken and, oh and Ken <laughs> traded him CEH for Benny Snell's Travis Fulgham. So, he struggled for a couple of trades and hit gold. Um, I think that was his best trade. Oh, by far, the Clyde Edwards-Lair trade was his best trade, yeah. I mean, especially looking back now, now that we know. Um, part of the reason he was looking for running backs, I mean, he traded Chris Carson, and then I think the next week, Austin Eckler got hurt. So he lost his two starting running backs in, like, that week. Yeah. And then the whole year he was chasing. He started 4-0 when everybody was healthy, and – uh, we got into bye weeks. We got into the injuries, and his team kind of took a nosedive. Still won his division. Won one hundred and seventy-five dollars for a third, hundred for third place, seventy-five for the division. So, it wasn't a bad season. I just don't know how bright the future is when you're built around Rodgers and Rivers. Agreed. It you know it's it's a thing that definitely plays in. I mean you're you're. You, you have to watch your age. You have to watch that rotation of what you have. Because um, who knows? I mean, obviously, Rodgers had a great season. But, I mean, these guys can be like, I'm done. I'm ending on a high note. Things were great. See you later. Um, so, you, you just never know what's going to happen. You never know when. Are you saying if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, he's done? You heard it here first? You heard it here first, folks. Um, You're going to make our podcast so famous. You don't want to pull the, you know, I mean, Tom Brady didn't do horrible, but it's like, why not go out on a high note? I'd rather. Tom Brady could still win the Super Bowl this year. uh, He's not going to. (gasps) You heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right, so um, so we're skipping on to the first place individual. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, we're, I guess we'll talk about the second place individual. Um, he's okay. Uh, his name is Brett. Um, 147 points per game. Eight and five. Um, not the best record in the league. Um, that's oh. why he was second. Um, Most points per game, but not best record. You're right. One second. Division win. Um, ah, let's see here. Uh, Justin Herbert. Yes, probably the best rookie of the draft. Um, oh, Jefferson. I can't just admit it. Oh, you think Justin Jefferson was the best rookie of the draft? I mean, when you factor in like what like our league settings, maybe not. Herbert might be more valuable in like how our QB league is league. set up. Right, yeah. I mean, 2QE Dynasty. I would yeah. argue no a regular a, a regular dynasty league. I would want Justin Jefferson oh, over Justin. Yeah, for sure, definitely. In our league, is, is there I mean, like if I was, 
if, I, if I was offered Jefferson right now for Herbert, I would probably say no. So I guess you're right. Uh, just because of how valuable quarterbacks are, but I wouldn't say it's the best rookie pick. I don't know. Sure. I know another league that somebody got Justin Jefferson. I mean, and he was pretty amazing because uh, yeah, I'm so late. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, Joe Mixon. Um, I wasn't huge on that pick. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Really I took Joe Mixon in the second round. He had a huge end to 2019. I thought he finally broke out. I have been a Joe Mixon fan for four years now. Is this his fifth year? Whatever. I love Joe Mixon. Um, he's not as good as I hope. I thought, and I still think, that Burrow opening the offense is going to make Joe Mixon a top five running back. And I'm still not against that. Their offense has just been so bad his whole career. I don't blame him. So what you're saying is he needs to and his quarterback needs to be healthy. Is that that what we're, we're waiting for? Uh, yeah, this is another year that I'm burned by Joe Mixon. You know I've had him his whole career in Dynasty. And I'm always and he's let you down. Every single time. Yes. Yep. So, um, a trade, I, I mean, I, we've talked about it. I, I, it's, it's okay. I mean, I, I'd rather have Calvin Ridley. Um, but you trade away Gaskin, Ridley for Lockett, and Swift. I like Lockett when Russell Wilson's firing all cylinder on all cylinders and Swift. I just don't trust the lions with running back. I mean, I, I just, they just, I had a goal and th- yeah, Swift might become my new locket or my new, uh, Mixon. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I had a goal before this season. Well, in the draft, I had a goal of getting young running backs because Terry, you know, that's how I build my teams. I like that. And uh, unfortunately, I could only draft Jonathan Taylor because then all the young running backs went in the next round before I even picked again. So (laughs) I took Jonathan Taylor and then didn't get any other guys. I decided to trade for him instead. Uh, I got Swift for Ridley and Gaskin. Also got Lockett in that. So, but I was going for Swift. I'm happy with it. I like the trade. I don't love Calvin Ridley, honestly. If I can, he he's looked great this year, but I don't love him. I don't know why. I just, I think he's. Good. I like the prospect of him being without Julio Jones. Uh, yeah. I mean, that sounds nice. Of course, that could be. And I, I think I think I'm just looking at it from the trade though, because I mean, I don't trust the Lions with a running back. I just I don't. I didn't. Um, he looked pretty good the second half of the year. I'm happy with him. I think he's maybe the second most talented running back in this class. We'll see. But his pass catching abilities. I just hope that they stay with um, with Stafford 
and he can really develop in that role next year. But we'll see. I mean, yeah, it could come crumbling down. But then I traded for Tyreek Hill. We just talked about that one. That I traded away Ridley, so I had to trade for a receiver. Uh, Andres needed a running back, so I offered him Connor, who at the time was performing. I think he had a big game right before that. So um, I offered him Connor. I was actually going after uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who he also has, because I have Kyler as my first-round pick was Kyler. I wanted the stack of Kyler and Hopkins, and he said no, and he said I'll do it for Hill, which is a Chiefs fan. I was like, yep. <laughs> so I, I like this trade. I, I like Hill, um, which I mean, it, it, it makes giving up Ridley. Um, it makes giving up Ridley a little less painful, I feel like. Um, but it's like, yes, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Swift. I'm not, um, I mean, heck, I, I don't feel like the Lions have figured out how to use a running back since Barry Sanders. I mean, they just, um, we'll just go with that. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Ridley gone, but you have Hill. Got rid of, got Lockett, got rid of Lockett. So I, I traded away Ridley. I got back Lockett. I didn't love Lockett. I didn't trust him all the way. So I traded for Hill, which made my receivers Hill and Lockett. I kind of saw Lockett as expendable, not because I have great options at receiver. I also have Debo Samuel. Um, not saying I have great options there, but when I saw the chance to get Antonio Gibson, I, I, I kind of was hoping the breakout was coming. I was like, I want Gibson before the breakout. Let me see what he needs. He wanted the quarterback, so I went Lockett and Luton for Gibson. So now I have three of the three starting running back, three of the rookie running backs, Taylor, Gibson, and Swift. That's my goal. I'm like Thanos. I'm trying to collect rookie running backs. And then you got cocky <laughs> and decided I no longer need Aaron Jones. So here's the thing. Um, I'm really scared Aaron Jones isn't going to be re-signed by Green Bay. And I don't know what's going to happen to him in this offseason. And I knew he was a top five running back at the time. So I was like, all right. Let me take this current top five running back and cash out while he's still valuable. You talked about it right now, right? Like in Dynasty, did. you want to get rid of him before they crash. And I'm scared. I, if he resigns, it's a bad trade for me. But if he yep. crashes, because it's possible he just crashes. I mean, what if he signs somewhere and is like splitting carries and it's not a pass first offense and it's like a bad situation for him? Look at Mark Ingram now or, uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but you can't – you can't – okay, Melvin Gordon maybe. So Melvin Gordon went from a situation where he was an RB1, and now he's kind of like in this, I would say, two-headed RB situation because it, it's really him and Phil Lindsay, and he really didn't have a whole lot of competition this year because Phil Lindsay was hurt a huge part of this year. Um, so we didn't really get to see what that true – but in the end, he still got the carries – he still the majority of the carries, especially the goal line carries. And I feel like wherever Aaron Jones goes, he 
is going to get goal line carries. That's probably true. And I, I don't love the trade. I probably lost the trade. But like I said, I was trying to click those rookie running backs. They're all about the same age. They're all going to come up together. I now have, I, and I now get have it. Taylor Swift, Dobbins, and Gibson as my starting running backs. And I get it. But I saw how how you got cocky in the end in there. You're like, well, I got these guys. I got these young guys. I mean, I can easily get rid of Aaron Jones and cash in on Christian Kirk and J.K. Dobbins, and I'll be fine. That's the other thing. So I got Dobbins and Christian Kirk, and I was hoping – so like I said, I was trying to go for the stack of Kyler and Hopkins, and it didn't work out because Andres refuses to trade Hopkins. So, you know, and you did I, so still have I went for so I went for Kirk. I don't want fit Larry Fitz, obviously. I went for Kirk because I want that stack, the receiver yeah. quarterback stack. And uh, Kirk was hot at the time. I probably made a mistake going for it. I thought he was really filling in that role over the wide receiver, too. But um, hopefully, he will in the future. If Fitz is gone, I think Kirk has a chance to be a lot better than he was this year. I like him. I don't too, think Fitz so. has a lot longer. I mean, Fitz. <laughs> I Fitz is so three years ago. He he's he's with Emmanuel Sanders and Julio Jones. I mean, it's only amount of time before they age out of the league. Um, but you did have Jonathan Taylor, just another young running back. Brad just chasing for him there. Um, Stood. You might as well just have like a a running back factory that you just produce well that's the goal terry now you get out oh, of play that. that's exactly what i'm uh, looking for i'm trying to create uh, a running back loom until they all get injured nope oh well yeah injury oh. maybe i thought you were gonna say old and i was like no they'll be go- they'll be off my team before they're old um so yeah so let's move on brett's team eh. um <laughs> Got stuck in second, uh, second place oh. there. But the real MVP of the league right here, Eric. Uh, Congrats, Eric. Nine and four. Best record, divisional winner, champion, um, 146.2 points per game. As um, much the, the, he made the maximum the money. He made the maximum amount of money you can make. $625. Dollars. Yeah, that's our max. Best record division championship champion. He hit I him hope on. you bought like a PS5. <laughs> um, something good with that. I mean, I hope that didn't go to like. I should have sent him my PS5 and, and then just kept my money. <laughs> that could have worked out. Um, so, I mean, he had Josh Allen, right? Um, Brett, Very. it looks like you have something to say here. <laughs> um, I, it looks like you have something in all caps you want to yell Very. to our league right now. I remember six months ago, we recorded the uh, post-NFL draft podcast and talked about everybody's teams. And you said that Josh Allen was the worst pick of the draft. <laughs> By the way, I don't think I can apologize for that. Oh, what? <laughs> all right, all right. You were just reading my notes because I said that. But... Uh, he did. Um, Brett, you can just say it if you want to. Go ahead. I, I, I can't bring myself to do it. 
Because I, I don't think this is going to happen next year. Eric. You heard it here, Eric. It's not going to happen I, next year. I am I so you sorry. I am so, so sorry that I ever dragged your name through mud of worst pick of a draft. <laughs> you are far superior at quarterback talent scouting than I am. Psych! Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a good call. <laughs> I don't like Josh don't, Allen still. Like he's good. He's good. I don't think he's a lot I don't think I he's thought. bad either. I was about to say I don't think he's bad either. I just don't think he's going to produce next year the way he did this year. <laughs> We're gonna be burned again, man. Like he's going to have. He's going to suffer the sophomore slump. <laughs> no, this was going the second year. Third like, year. 10 to 13. Oh, yeah, I know. We're just going to go. Where That sophomore slump just doesn't always necessarily mean the second year. It can mean no, your third year, your fourth no, year, your fifth year. It literally means your second year. Brett, I'm allowed to say whatever I want. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we're two hours in. You can say whatever you want. Yes, I'm getting tired. Um, my bedtime was like 10 hours ago because um, I'm ancient, as Brett told you. Um, so, like, I go to bed at, like, ancient. noon. Just, um, just stand up, you um, crack. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think, I think the Bills had a really good year for the Bills. For the Bills. For the Bills. Hey, Terry, you want to know who has 0% chance of winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> who is that? Oh, the Cowboys. But the second team would be the Bills. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I, I don't think they're that good. I think they had a weak schedule. I think he played exceptionally well for his situation. I think it was a career year, and he won't be this good ever again. I'm probably wow. very wrong, and I'll have to apologize way to make next it, year. Way to just try to restate what I said, but make it sound yeah. way cooler. Um, That's... Literally my entire but role on the podcast. Do you know what Josh Allen said? Do you know Josh Allen produced better against the Rams than Russell Wilson did? Well, Josh Allen's better than the Rams. Or better than Russell Wilson. Did you just say that? <laughs> that just <laughs> come out of your mouth? I just wanted to make you mad. Josh Allen's trash, man. He did play the Jets twice. Okay, so the Jets are trash. We know that. Um, do we have <laughs> the any Jets, Jets fans? That good. On the, do, do we have any Are there any Jets, Jets fans? fans? <laughs> do they exist? Are they real? I don't think there's any Jets fans left. They all went to the like, Giants in 07. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't... I agree, man. I just don't I don't think I don't think Josh Allen I think Josh Allen had I think he had a great year. I don't think it's gonna happen again. I could be wrong. That happens every once in a great while. I mean I think he's better than Baker. See (laughs) Hey, do you stick with Baker? Baker, (laughs) I am gonna stick up for Baker Mayfield. Um I think Baker is better than Josh Allen. And I'm kinda I I, hot take I'll, I'll, I'll say it here right now. I think if Beckham is gone next year, Baker will outproduce Josh Allen. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing? If Baker is gone. That's just. Or if, if Odell Beckham is gone, 
Baker will outproduce Josh. You know, I'll disagree with you, but only because of the running back situation. I think the, the Browns can run, so they don't need to use Baker as much. It's like the Bills don't have a running game, so they rely on Josh Allen for like 90% of their offense. Whereas the Browns can just run on people and Baker doesn't have to do much. So if you're talking about stats and fantasy, I think uh, Allen will still be better. That doesn't mean he's a better quarterback. I just think he'll be better for fantasy and stats. We'll see. We'll have to remember this. All right. Make a note, everybody. A mental note that Terry will be right and Brett will be wrong. Okay. So if you no, 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 no. I don't, don't put me on the Josh Allen side of this. (laughs) Like, <laughs> he just defended Josh Allen all instead of Baker Mayfield. So I hope you all remember that. Um, so let's move on. I mean, I, to Eric's team was just, it was great. Um, Stefan Diggs yeah. um, was a beneficiary of Josh Allen. So the, well, or the opposite, I would argue. Um, I, which again, I, I think mean, I, I, if Josh Allen doesn't produce the same he does next year, Stefan Diggs will produce the same. Well, right. So the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack is, I mean, it won in the league. I saw a tweet by some expert, I don't know what, uh, last week that said, could you imagine having Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and not winning your championship? So, like, that's the formula, right? Like, you got two massive breakouts on your team, like you're going to win. And, and he had a great year. He has good players. He doesn't have the running backs that I would want in dynasty. Obviously nobody does. No, no, he has, backs. Is yeah. James Robinson who he drafted in the 29th round, who was an RB four. Right. So pick of the draft, the RB four in the 29th round. And hmm. At that Brett time, and I both tried to pick up. Right. Well, at the time, James Robinson was unlisted on ESPN. So then they yes. added him to the free agency pool because we couldn't add him to his team yet. And I thought he was a free agent. And I added him to my team. And I guess you did too, or tried to. I tried to. I actually messaged you because I was like, hey, maybe we should make sure we get these unlisted players on people's teams because I just tried to add. Like, I didn't add them. I didn't actually, like, add him. I said, maybe we should make sure we add these. And then Brett was probably, like, working at the time. He goes, yeah, you're right. And then probably forgot and goes, I'm just going to add James Robinson because this was a great pickup. I I looked at it. I was like, oh, crap. He's on my team. Because I went to to add all the the unlisted players to the the right rosters, and it said he was on my team. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I dropped him and moved him over to to Eric's team. And, of course, I mean, as fate would be, I had to play against Josh Allen and James Robinson in the Super Bowl. That's sucks. right. And Deshaun Watson, who – Man, fuck Deshaun Watson. Did great. Um, and next year will probably be in Miami. Um, Sorry, that was a hard F. <laughs> I was very upset. Um, folks, uh, his kid and dog went to bed. That's why right. the uh, explicit language is coming out. Um, <laughs> um, so, I mean, he also had – so, I mean, he had Kenny, Kenny Galladay, who missed 11 games. Um, 
which sucks. I mean, you draft somebody in the fourth round, you expect them to be a, a I mean, a, a, in the fourth round, you expect them to be a wide receiver one. Yeah. At that point. Um, he also had DJ Shark, who just struggled all year, injuries and quarterback play. And we expected him to be better than he was. He's got, I mean, with Jim Robinson and DJ Shark, he has some investment in the Jacksonville offense. So that's interesting. And he also has the tight end that I would want if I was in dynasty. Um, I don't care about Kittle, Kelsey because of their age. I mean, Kittle's not old. What? How old is Kittle? I don't know. 28. Um, How old is uh, Darren Waller? 26. Is he 26? I don't know. I'm making that up. I'm pretty sure it's around there. Oh, Waller's 28. 28, yeah. So Waller, yeah, he had problems. He's not a traditional rookie because he had like substance abuse problems and all that. So he's older than you would assume. Yeah, he's uh, older than I just decided. He's good, though. I mean, I, I agree. He's right up there. He's in that top three tight end now, especially. He's solidified it this year. A great season. So, um, Starting Waller, like we said, winning on the margins. When you have starting quarterbacks like Josh Allen, the QB2, and Deshaun Watson, the QB6, in a bad year, Watson's better than QB6, I think. Um, Agreed. Um, he, he still has Derek Carr on the bench. So we're talking about these teams that we like, but they don't have the quarterbacks. What are good teams have the quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, I, I like he – I mean, he has Philip Lindsay as well, um, who's kind of suffering because of the fact that um, Melvin Gordon's there. Had I, I, I wished Melvin Gordon had gone elsewhere because Philip Lindsay would have been an RB1. Yeah. Had he been the only running back. I mean, Royce Freeman sucks. Um, he, he's just <laughs> – um, he's just I not like good. Royce Freeman, but – I don't. Um, not – for a situation. I I would have liked Henderson had Aker not been drafted. Um what do you what do you what was Brett just had like this visible look of like I thought he was gonna like puke <laughs> how, or something. Yeah, how dare you say you like Darrell Henderson? Like, oh what's wrong with you? I would have liked his situation had Akers not been there. He didn't he had some good games. He had 114 yards against Buffalo. Yeah, Malcolm Brown's there. I don't know. Their whole situation sucks. Like, it's so muddled. And I guess Cam Akers that, is the leader. I mean, but like, he, I mean, Cam Akers. Talking, I, I promise you, Cam Akers will be overdrafted next year because their situation will always be like they're going to switch out running backs all the time. They are, and I don't. I don't want Akers. I don't want Henderson. I don't want Brown. No. I mean, because you're even talking. You're looking. I mean, I mean, Akers didn't do bad. I mean, he had 88 yards versus San Francisco. He had 114 versus Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, going um, Eagles have decent I mean, defense. He had 81 against no. the Eagles. Multiple, multiple touchdowns. Um, I, he, it's, he's not bad. I'm not trying to hate on Cam Akers. I just think like, I, I just think he's in I, the worst I, situation. Because I, I think that the Rams are not a good fantasy team right uh because 
They spread McVay. it around. McVay's, yeah, McVay knows how to spread the ball around and get everybody involved. He, it's a very Mc, different offense. It's not a good fantasy offense. A lot like the Chiefs where they just – it's all Kelsey and Hill. Well, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, a lot of teams – I mean, you look at it. I mean, a lot of teams, they rely on their star players. Right. So, I mean, when the Steelers had Brown, Le'Veon Bell, who got everything? It was Brown and Bell the entire time. You're talking about um, the Chiefs. I mean – Chiefs, you have you have Hill, you have Kelsey. They got everything. When you have those star players, you feed them because they're that good. They're the they're the type of players that can be double teamed and still get the ball and run for you know two hundred yards a game because they're ridiculous. Um, it well, just Eric, or two hundred receiving yards. It's just ridiculous. It's um, they're Eric the type of players has the star players. If we're looking so, at the I mean, team, I mean, it's oh, it's great. a it's a great team. I really hate Josh Allen. I don't want to ever play against him again. But alas, he's in my division. So I'll see him twice next year at least. Better you than me. <laughs> Gold division, Eric, myself, and Andres. Thankfully, we get, both get to beat up on Andres. And yeah, that's our review. Right. Are you trying to say that uh, Andres is not? Uh, I'll just say that Andres is going to be on the bottom favorite, of that league. Is that is that what I hear? Andres's favorite food is chicken fries from Burger King. Okay. <laughs> Was is that an he is he eight years old? Um, Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, I hope <laughs> does he listen to our podcast? Only if it's on Apple. Oh, okay. Well, so, I mean, now that we're gone, because I talked about... Um, I just dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, Brett used some explicit words. I dropped that, you know, some illegal streaming. Um, we're gone. Um, so, you're going to have to look at us um, maybe on uh, uh, DeepNet, maybe some Tor. Um, <laughs> Go sorry. to the dark web. That's, you can find our podcast on the dark web. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, I mean, we could post it there if you guys really want us to. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's our review. Um, it was fun. Um, no. <laughs> um, Brett had to write the entire show sheet um, because I just don't do that. That's, that was fun have, doing like, all the research for this. Um, it would literally have one page if I did it. Um, and then Brett that wouldn't really help annoyed. us at all. Oh, yeah. Okay, if I had, if I didn't have the stats in front of me, I would sound like you doing analysis um no it's just some of us actually do like thorough analysis and that just it would turn uh, into like a 50 page document um is what happens you know when your job is actually analysis and you don't uh, appropriately do it um but uh yes yeah, so um so that's the end of football um we have soccer which is going to go on forever um, <laughs> for like every year forever for like, hawkers no, from it's august like to 10 may, million so. weeks yeah august to may 10 million weeks and no um, playoffs so we play 36 weeks <laughs> yes um this week um in um soccer brett's gonna lose he doesn't oh, know it pl- yet we play each other huh we i do. forgot <gasps> breaking news and i'm projected carry loss points in you <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still going to destroy him. Um, he just doesn't know it yet. Um, 
We I do uh, have I'm gonna post it in the soccer chat, but I do have some news for soccer. Be careful setting your lineups for really guys, Brett posting news. I'm gonna sometimes they're not gonna um, listen this far into the pocket. If anybody's listening, please text me like, like what's up, monkey butt, or something stupid. So I know that you heard this part of the podcast. Because I guarantee nobody's listening right now, Terry. We're going to have a bunch of gifts of monkeys in our chat pretty soon. Okay. Okay. That's a Yeah. If you hear this part of the podcast, post a gif of a monkey. And we'll know that you actually paid attention to this podcast. And that's not happening at all. Maybe Eric, because he wants to hear us talk about his awesome, awesome Josh Allen. And he's like, what And the he fuck? had to wait till the very end of the <laughs> No, and then we talk shit about him. He's like the best player. He's going to be like, um, uh, it's going to be a monkey flipping us off. That's what yeah. he's going to oh, That's right. Okay. You're right. So that's what I expect. So everybody else has a regular monkey gif. Um, Eric, yours better be a monkey flipping us off. So Wait, I'll, I know have... you didn't listen to the podcast if you didn't do this. I actually have something important to say. We're ready for it, Brad. Talking about monkeys flipping off. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway. In soccer, for the next two weeks, uh, the schedule's really wonky because you have teams playing like two weeks before the next team's whatever. So be careful setting your lineups. There's some players or teams that don't play in week 18 but play twice in week 19 and vice versa. So be very careful setting your soccer lineups. Make sure you check everything and know what you're doing. And that's why – I haven't checked mine, and Brett's projected twice the amount of points that I am. Well, so, also, I'm much better. He just barely surpassed me in the rankings, guys. So if you've paid attention. I'm up um, to fourth. <laughs> I've, we've sent each other standings, screenshots, where I was <laughs> ahead of him, and then he will wait and send. He just recently sent one where he was ahead of me because he just got there. So It took me um, weeks. I was, like, fighting forever to pass you, so I could send you that screenshot. It's been his goal. Um, so, life goal met. Um, one thing we do to make sure we do so we don't have a hassle um, is just make sure um, – Try to get your um, baseball, fantasy baseball, um, your money in. Um, it just makes it that much easier. We don't have to deal with um, – we've had some issues in the leagues where people just aren't, <laughs> oh. aren't paid up or you have to wait to pay everybody else because you don't want to have to pay stuff out of pocket. So just, um, so just get that stuff in. Um, I paid for uh, – I paid CBS yesterday for the league, so we're good to go for CBS – uh, I'm getting the league set up. I just re, I, I uh, realign the divisions, so your divisions are correct now. But I still have to go through and update the schedule. I have to like, manually create a schedule because our schedule rules are very uh, balanced. I like our schedule rules a lot, but I have to do it manually because CBS would just randomize the schedule and not care about what division you're in and whatever. So we're going to play division opponents. Oh, geez, if I can remember this. Everybody in your division, you play four times, and then you'll play your sister division two times. So if you're in gold, you'll play silver twice, all the teams in silver twice, and then you'll play everybody else once. And vice versa, if you're in like the bronze division, you'll play the dust division twice, and then the silver and gold once. Um, 
makes for 20 game weeks. Our schedule will be a little bit different than last year. We're going to have it more uh, elongated, hopefully, as long as the season starts on time. So week one will actually be 11 days long because that first week, a lot of the teams have like extra days off um, and it starts in the middle of the week. So it's just going to be a week and a half for that first week. And then the all-star week will also be like a week and a half or I guess two weeks long because there's a lot of off days there. Everything else will be one week. Uh, schedule works out really well. 20 regular season weeks, three-round playoffs, six teams make the playoffs. We're back to normal. Get rid of the COVID stuff, I hope. And, uh, yeah, we'll start drafting in March. Early March. Yeah. Two, two months then, until uh, the baseball draft. I hope you're ready, Terry. So it looks like Brett, myself, and Matt have paid. So everybody else needs to pay up. Um, Matt with the uh, Lions fan owner email there. Uh, wow. Um, that's defending champion Matt to you. I think we need to call oh. him King Matt for this year. King Matt. I don't know. Something. That, or like you just get a crown. Is that Monarch Monarch Matt? Matt the Monarch. Matt. <laughs> He's probably done listening now. But yeah, so. Um, Matt, if you're listening, I want you to send me a gif of a king. So we got monkeys, middle flipping finger for Eric, and uh, the king for Matt. So, uh, Andres, if you're listening, I want you to send me a gif of Bill O'Brien because <laughs> the Texans are shit because of him. Congratulations. Yes. So get your money in. Um, we'll have a baseball preview sometime soon. Um, if you can ever get off. If you ever have a day off, Terry, between school, jiu-jitsu, your family life, this is ridiculous. I can't get you for one night. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Stay away from we'll Sarge. Tr- I love her. We'll try to do more often. Um, yeah. And uh, we thank you for listening. And I hope you all have a wonderful life and a wonderful night. A wonderful life? Are you never doing another podcast again? Nope. It's all done. <laughs> <laughs> all right good night all